This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello, and welcome to Line Dance Podcast with Megan Barcelia and Christopher Gonzalez. Today, we have the report of a special guest correspondent, Jamie Lee Moore, our friend from Northern California, who took a recent visit to Southern California. She wrote a little blurb here explaining uh, the playlist that she recorded. She says, I went to the ranch in Anaheim, California in August and September 2018, as I was in Los Angeles on business. I only stayed for part of the night, usually left around 8.30ish. It was very upscale, great food, good instruction, nice crowd, easy parking, cover was only $5, and they live-streamed the dance floor. I requested K's for kicks and can't walk away each time I went, but did not stay the entire time. They may have played them later. Here are some dances they played while I was there. August 26th, 2018, we start with... Drunk on a Plane. Do we do Drunk on a Plane up here? We don't. However, um, I would say about three years ago, I actually learned how to cowboy cha-cha to the song Drunk on the Plane. So we use the song, but I don't believe anywhere that I know of does the dance Drunk on the Plane. So, no, no. I know that's a song that I, I particularly enjoy. I'm a little sad that we don't have a dance for it up here. Maybe we should look that one up and teach it to Line Dance Club or Hot Monk or Twin Oaks. Right. After that, we have T-shirt, your hair, right there. I don't know the words to this song. <laughs> I don't think we have a dance to it up we here. We definitely don't up here. Um, I don't think we've even song switched it to any of the dances that you are kind of those universal song switch dances either. So I'm not entirely sure. And then after that, we have... Dirty Boots. And this one says, Kimberly is the choreographer, and she teaches at the ranch. I think John Robinson also has um, a dance for Dirt on My Boots that he may have also titled Dirty Boots. And uh, I think the only dance I've seen for that song up here is Redneck Angel. I know that that's one that our club members Riley and Morgan like song-switching Redneck Angel too, is to uh, Dirt on My Boots. But I've hoped that there would be an appropriate dance that really hits that song um, for us to bring to our local people. Mm-hmm. After that, we have Crash and Bird. Now, I'm not sure which version, because unfortunately there is a lot titled Crash and Burn. However, I do know that a few years ago I learned a version, and we now have... Um, Someone who has recently moved from SoCal area up here in NorCal, and she comes dancing with us every Thursday at Twin Oaks or Hot Monk, and she's recently been requesting Crash and Burn, and it just so happens to be the same one that I learned three years ago. So we do have a version of Crash and Burn that's made it up here, but I'm not entirely sure which one it is. I think that it's the same one, because I remember when I first... Um, saw that at, I think, was it Hot Monk that you guys were doing that at, or was it, was it uh, Twin Oaks? Uh, well, Brynn and I were dancing it at uh, Hot Monk first, and then just this week we uh, danced it again at uh, Twin Oaks. Um, I believe it is the same one, only because I vaguely remember the one and only trip I took to the ranch 
having it feel familiar. Does it start with two kick, two kicks, ball change, touch, rolling vine with a clap, left grapevine with left turn, right heel scuff touch, two hip rolls? Pretty close, yeah. All right, then this would be by Liren King, a, uh, a very well-known Southern Californian uh, choreographer. And that makes a lot of sense that it would have been done at the ranch. All right, then after that we have Rock Me which I imagine must be to Wagon Wheel, if I, I had assume. to guess. Yeah, I would assume, which um, I've taught uh, Jamie's uh, dance a couple times, which I believe is called Rockin' the Wagon Wheel. Um, I've taught that several times at uh, Twin Oaks and at Hot Monk. Now, when you say Jamie, you're referring to a different Jamie. I am. I'm referring to Jamie Marshall. All right. I have pulled up a very valuable resource in uh, cross-reference here. This is carrykick.com slash stepsheet, where Carrie Kick, who instructs at the ranch, has listed many, many stepsheets. Um, I'm assuming m- most, if not all, of which uh, she uses uh, for instruction at the ranch. Rock Me does come up here on this list, and it is by Donna Manning and Leanne Lesmeister. It is a beginner dance, 32 counts, four walls. So in the sort of uh, same ballpark as Jamie's Rockin' the Wagon Wheel. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. After that, we have one that I know that you know. Yes, it says Little Bit Lit, which um, I was under the impression that it was a little bit lit but I could be wrong. Um, I do know that it is uh, by Rob Fowler, mm-hmm. and it's definitely one that we dance a lot at Hot Monk. It's one that's easy for me to call out on the floor and people to jump in and try. Um, it hits really, really nicely. It adds um, room so that people who are more advanced and have a wider range of step knowledge can play with it more. Um, they can add turns and holds and twists and whatnot. Um, it's definitely one that I really, really enjoy dancing. Yeah, I've definitely seen Jamie request that here and there at uh, Twin Oaks Hot Monk, and I believe even socials in the area. All right, after that, we have Just Dance. Now, if I hadn't looked up the step sheet just now, on carrykick.com slash stepsheet, I would have assumed that Just Dance was done to Just Dance by Lady Gaga. So I pull it up, and it seems that its full name is Just Dance, parentheses, Take a Chance, and it was originally choreographed to Why Don't We Just Dance by Josh Turner. I very much enjoy that song and the, the timber of Josh Turner's voice. I know that up here and in Reno... They do Baby DNCE with me, and it syncs up really well, but I would be interested in seeing how this dance fits uh, the same song. All right. Then after that, we have... Uh, My Maria. Now, I'm assuming that is the very well-known My Maria. Mm. Uh, But let's go ahead and take a look. Um, I know we don't do a whole lot of My Maria here, uh, a long time ago, we, they used it for the dance cruising. Yeah, I actually taught my Maria ages ago at I think Hop Monk, and uh, 
it's kind of tricky. The step, turn, hook, shuffle. You don't see a lot of that step, turn, hook motion. Uh, but this is a well-known dance throughout the line dance world as far as I know. I remember there was actually one event we were at where we were on the left side of the room. As you enter, we were on the left side toward the DJ booth. And Louis called a My Maria, and people were confused for like the first three walls at least. I believe that that was Florida Line Dance Classic last December. Because then Joe was, I remember Joe was out there also in her Miss Santa costume leading the charge. Yeah, and Louis was trying to, to jog people's memory by calling out steps as he does sometimes from the booth. Uh, so that was definitely a time when I wished that it were more in our regular rotation so that you know, I could jump out and do it without a second thought. But yeah, it's, it's one that I, it, the song is one that I enjoyed um, doing cruising to, and there are a lot of similar movements in My Maria and Cruisin. So I guess I never found it like necessary to, to do My Maria to that song when you know, cruising was always available and nobody would dance my Maria with me. <laughs> All right. After that, we have now, okay, this one's interesting because I've seen it titled a couple different ways. Uh, on the step sheet that's on Copper Knob, this is Baby Likes to Rocket, set to the song Baby Likes to Rocket by the Tractors. However, on, I think it's, uh, the, the, the site is Line Dance Fun, which is Doris Voltz's site. She has what I think is an original step sheet from Hillbilly Rick, the choreographer. And on that step sheet, it just says Rocket. So, I don't know what to make of that. I don't know whether it's Baby Likes to Rocket, you know, fully, fully said, you know, all five words. Or if it's just Rocket depending on whether or not that is an actual original step sheet. Or maybe he refers to it as both. But on Copper Knob, it says, Baby Likes to Rock It. So this is one that, um, that we have actually been doing a lot lately. I don't know who has been requesting it as much as they have. Uh, I know I've done walkthroughs-ish. I don't, think, I don't know if I've done a formal full lesson I may have at one of the two places, either Twin Oaks or Hot Monk, but this dance has been around for ages. Like I remember doing this back at uh, Mavericks and probably Kodiaks as well. I like the twisty bits in it. When you twist, 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 it builds a nice suspense for the rest of the dance. And even though there are fast movements in it, like the shuffle, step, turn, shuffle, all, all that stuff, because it's so symmetrical and because it's just like shuffles and turns and it's two wall, it doesn't feel overwhelming. So it's a good first fast paced dance for beginners who are up for the challenge of moving faster than they might normally in like Mama Maria or I was going to say case for kicks, but that's actually kind of fast. <laughs> do you do much rocket slash baby likes to rocket? So I've always known it as rocket. I've always referred to it as rocket. So that is what I reference the dance as. I did not realize that there was the issue of this two different step sheet titles for the same dance. Um, it is one that I associate with my cousin. And I do this because when I first started line dancing with the group of us, it was myself, my best friend, my cousin, and then one of my other really good friends. 
And it was one that my cousin always had a blast doing. So she would request it every Thursday and every Saturday night just to dance it. Um, that one in, in a hick town, but that's a different story. Um, so I have done rocket for the last four years. It is one that I believe I will have a hard time forgetting even if I tried. So, um, it's definitely one that with the right crowd that I'm with, like if I was with my cousin and she was dancing, my legs would hurt really, really bad after it because when we twist, we would go almost all the way down to the floor and back up. So you definitely feel like you're doing squats essentially. Um, and your legs definitely burn afterwards. So, but yeah, that's one I've been doing for quite some time now. I just realized this has a couple of the things that I believe it was Max Perry in his interview said that you, you should have in a catchy line dance. It has places to clap and places to, he said, I think stomp, but I'm pretty sure, uh, at some point in the interview, he also just said make noise. And there is that hop, which I enjoy. Um, because you have your, your one vine and then you have your other vine with the hop. Let's see, twist, 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 back, clap, back, clap, back, clap, back, clap. Oh yeah. Yeah. Shuffle, step, turn, shuffle, step, turn, jazz box. Yeah. Jazz box. It's before the vine, vine to the right, vine to the left with a brush, which are also fun to do in, um, boots, you know, doing any kind of scuff or a brush in a, in a boot is uh, an enjoyable feeling. And then, you know, vine to the right and finish the dance. But that. I think combined with the sing-along ability of the song uh, really helps keep this one alive you know, year after year in region after region because you can sing along with Baby Likes Rocket, da, 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 Baby Likes Rocket, Baby Likes Rocket, like a boogie-wee-choo-choo train. Like, you don't have to know much about the song or have any idea what he's talking about, like Johnny's on the TV, blah, 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 blah. Like, there's so much going on in the story of this song, but... Um, you don't have to know any of that as long as you're able to say baby likes to rock it. Also, I love that at the beginning, it gets you right into it because everyone can say rock it. You don't have to know any words at all. You don't even have to speak English. That's rocket for you. After that, we have oh boy, power jam. I don't know Power Jam. I've done Power Jam, and I can't say that I know Power Jam, because there are some discrepancies in counts depending on region. Uh, I know in Northern California, it can vary. Um, interesting. Okay, so... Uh, on the versions uh, here on carrykick.com, it says Power Jam parentheses San Diego version, and they have point, touch, uh, sidestep, touch, point, touch, sidestep, touch, heel, heel, toe, toe, heel, toe, heel, toe, step, point, cross, point, jazz box. Interesting. And then uh, there are other... Oh, let's see, I'm trying to think. How have I seen it at Stoney's? Point and out, point and out, heel, heel, toe, toe, heel, toe, heel, toe, step, hitch, step, hitch, cross, and cha-cha-cha. There is one version. There's a version 
that's missing two counts, and I don't remember where that one is done. I think it might be a trade wins. I think at trade wins, they're missing two counts, and they don't sync up. Which is the one where they hop? Hop? Yeah, they go right, left. Oh, they do that on the front wall. They do that sort of thing from the beast where you, you jump out with your feet. Oh, no, they, they do that after. Okay, so you, you hop with your feet together to the right, hop to the left, and then hop to the right, right, right. And then hop left, hop right, hop left, left, left. And then you do the thing from the beast where you split your feet so the right foot goes to the right diagonal and the left foot goes back to the left diagonal. And you do out, in, out, in, out, so in, out. Exactly, yeah. Just like, like in the beast, really. Uh, so hop, 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 hop. Out and uh, right, right, left, left, right, left, step, hitch. And then it continues as normal. Cross, hitch, cross, and bop, bop, bop. But this dance has been around long enough that it has mutated all over the place. I've seen it done a little bit differently, I think just about everywhere. So, like I said, I, I've done it, and I can't say I know it either. Uh, it has also not been one that we have brought to anywhere, um, to club, to Hopmunk, to Twin Oaks. I don't even think we tried to reteach it at Tradewinds just because there's no way to really know that you're teaching the right version. If I had one of Doris Voltz's original step sheet copies, maybe. But even then, I've learned that you might, you might have you know, the line dance world's best, intention, or, uh, uh, best interests at heart when you intend to correct um, you know, the, a dance back to its original roots. But really, at the end of the day, it's just your own crazy mind that is being um, flustergated. <laughs> by all the differences and if, if you can just look past that and remember the enjoyment of the dance and the smiling faces of everyone doing their different versions that's really the important thing the important takeaway of dance and yet burn it to the ground is still turbo twang so power jam well and off the chain has sambas not sailors yeah yeah <laughs> One day maybe we will get to the bottom of Power Jam, and then we will be at peace, but we still probably won't bring it back to Sonoma County. Definitely (laughs) not. Too complicated. So after that, we have the amazing hit, The Lonely Drum. Yay, Lonely Drum. Um, It's cool to see that Lonely Drum has certainly made its way all over the world at this point including the bars in socal like that's really cool i i enjoyed when we did our in-depth look at power uh power jam lonely drum and i i encourage everyone to check that out on uh, linedancepodcast.com because we talked for at least an hour about why lonely drum has succeeded in capturing people's attention bringing fun to the dance floor wherever it has yep i really enjoyed that um, afterwards, we have a dance that I've never heard of called Dance Around It. Dance Around It. Let us see if this is... It's not on her website. I wonder if somebody... You know, every once in a while, a place like the ranch will surprise you by just having some person come in and request a dance. Maybe five people know it or something. And they'll see if it sticks. You know, if people request it the next time. I wonder if this is one of those cases because... It, I imagine if Carrie had taught it, it would be on here. 
I, I can't say that it, it jumps out to mind as one of that I've, that I've seen on my feed on Facebook. I haven't seen anything about it yet, but that doesn't mean much because they also have a lot of aspiring choreographers as well as um, a lot of SoCal choreographers that travel amongst all of the venues down there that have really integrated themselves into that community. And it's potentially... um, one of those too that we just haven't seen because we don't necessarily you know travel there a whole lot oh it looks like it may have come out of the mishnock barn oh interesting so there is a dance here dancing around it and it was choreographed by dan albro in 2016 let's see if that one that one is also not on carrie's list uh i would I would guess if I if I had to just pick one dance that it probably is, I would say it was probably this one because I know that Dan Albro has a lot of popular dances out there in the country bar scene, and I think he may have also done We Are Tonight. So like I mean, there there's some names that just keep popping up like uh, Dan Albro, Donna Manning, uh, Trevor Thornton, like some of these. If they have one big popular dance uh, in a country bar and it's followed up by another one that's at least like decent, people will, th- will think, okay, well, if I see their name come out with a new thing, I'll- it's at least worth looking at because they did so well on these other ones. And uh, having looked at Kopernov just now, uh, he-, he did indeed do We Are Tonight. So that, that alone, I'm sure, was enough to uh, you know, make this one worth teaching and bringing there after that we have the omnipresent american kids i think at the ranch they actually do something a little different with it too because there is one night that i think they are specifically not allowed to do dances that have tags or restarts so to avoid doing the restart in american kids they start at 16 counts earlier because the restart would happen at 16 counts. But if they start 16 counts earlier than usual, you just dance straight through and it sinks back up. This is one of those dances that is definitely all over the event circuit scene. It is an opener dance along with pontoon, gypsy queen, 50 ways, etc. And as you can see, it is also popular at the country bars. Although... Now that I think about it, do they do this at Stoney's? I can't say I've seen it. That's weird. And in Reno, from our recent visit, we know that um, per Jamie Wally, or was it Jamie Lord? Jamie G. Jamie G was the, uh, their former DJ uh, before he passed. He set American Kids as the song for Ghost Train. So many of them still do Ghost Train to the song American Kids, and a small pocket of people will do the dance American Kids. What are your thoughts on American Kids? I know that one of our girls really, really enjoys it. I know that it's a good beginner dance to get them used to things that aren't necessarily symmetrical. Um... I know that I use it a lot as a break song. 
Well, all right. And, you know, now that I think about it, you got heel together, heel together, walk, walk. And what happens after that for, you know, many of the bars we've been to, stomp, stomp. And then you got your Monterey quarters, your jazz box, side and point, vine to the left. And then step, clap, step, clap, step, clap, step, clap. So you've got your stomps, you've got your claps, and you have so many places in the song to sing along to. Like, not just the chorus, like, growing up and da 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 but you have the Sisters Got a Boyfriend that I know that um, people at socials we've seen uh, get really into singing. So there's another example of stomps, claps, and sing-along making a dance so popular it transcends one realm or the other, either the events or the bars. After that, we have... We have The Fighter. And I have no idea which version they do. Rob Holly. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm glad you know because, unfortunately, that's another one that has, what, 50 or 60 dances called The Fighter? Yeah, up north, I think we don't do anything to I The have, Fighter. I haven't seen anything to The Fighter. Yeah, all right. So pulling up the sheet, I'm just going to confirm that this is, yes, it is, Rob Holly's. I know that Roy Verdonk and friend <laughs> at least one friend uh, i know roy verdonk has a dance to the fighter and that is the one that i have seen at events um it is a little more complicated it's got things like i believe there's a sweep in it uh all right so this one is by niels polson raymond raymond Sarlemagne, and roy verdonk it is asymmetrical it is intermediate for being 32 counts four walls um Rob's, on the other hand, is low intermediate, 32 count, two walls. So I can see why that would be you know, the more popular uh, dance in the bar scene. Either way, it's not one that we do up here. I'm not actually sure. I'm trying to think. Have they even used it as a song switch for anything? Mm-mm. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of anything that it's, that's done with it. After that, we have Double D, Mr. Trevor Thornton, and I actually did teach this at Stoney's. I thought for sure it would catch on, it would stick. They love dancing while intoxicated. They used to do country cricket. It's got that same kind of rough sound, and people didn't continue to request it, so it uh, doesn't continue to be done. Uh, I know in Reno recently, Dustin has been teaching it in in the last few months, and I think the last time we were there, there were still people who knew it. That does seem like their kind of dance up there. They they have a, a strong contingent of like the country bar crowd, and Double D really feels like a, a country bar dance. Have you done Double D? I have. One, I was there helping you teach it at Stoney's. Um, and also when Anne-Marie, Crystal, and I believe it was Carlos and Denise came up um, in April. I believe it was April to judge the uh, stagecoach competition. It was one that was requested, so I got to do it with them. Okie dokie. After that, we have Heartache on the Dance Floor. It says Kimberly taught that night. I know that song. It's by John Party. Do we do anything to that up here? I know it's a it's a nice song. Um, I believe that in our area we do not. However, um, 
Lodi does, I think, their own version, um, as well as I thought I've seen it somewhere else. I think Reno has been teaching it. Yeah, I, I, was, I was like, I thought there was something in Reno that I was trying to figure out whose version they were doing to find out if it matched up with anybody that I knew. Yeah, I think I remember when the song came out, and I don't remember having an urge to choreograph to it, but the more I've listened to it, the more I kind of like it. Uh, it is not on Carrie Kick's website, so I guess we just won't know. After that, we have, haha. I'm just going to go ahead and say I Like It Loud by uh, the Mirandas, Doug and Jackie Miranda. What is written here is Chacha Caliente, because in Southern California, they they do a different version, and by different version, I like negligibly different. Um, when you turn a vine into a rolling vine, that's not that different. Uh, little things here and there like that. You know, if you do a, a rock shuffle back, rock shuffle forward versus rock do a turning shuffle, rock shuffle forward, again, not that different. If you put I Like It Loud and Cha Cha Caliente, as it is called in so- SoCal, side by side, you would see they are the same dance. But Cha Cha Caliente is choreographer unknown. So maybe we'll never find out who choreographed Cha Cha Caliente. Or maybe it's actually I Like It Loud by the Mirandas. Who knows? I think I know, but who knows? What are your thoughts on Cha Cha Caliente? So the next one we have, (laughs) um, my thoughts are going to remain my thoughts because, yeah, there's a few of, a few things that I've learned when it comes to line dances and a lot of people, myself included, once upon a time, just accepted the dances as they are and they were just passed down from invisible beings onto the dance floor and that is just what is done and what it is called and you know knowing otherwise now I just get to try and help educate but there's just certain things you can't fix Yep. and that is a perfect example of it's the same thing just dance it have yep. fun um I do wish that more people were aware in the beginning of who, what a choreographer is and that these people do exist and step sheets are out there. Um, and a lot of that comes from my own personal ignorance, frustrations, where I really felt silly when I started connecting dots as like, for instance, Joe is the one who did Dizzy. And then I met her and I went, uh oh you know and like that uh, oh okay so these dances didn't just fall out of the skies and land on our feet okay good to know and um through the years i was i've learned that um many mutations have occurred because of people either a trying to remember the steps or B, you have your own variation and then someone's trying to follow you and then they make it how they learned the dance. Um, And then that turns it into the dance when they bring it back to their regular bar or their regular people or their regular class. I think even tonight, technically, I had taught something 
with uh, hip cir- circles instead of hip bumps um, just because I knew it would be easier for our particular group of people um, and that's how they do it at the local area that they would go and travel to and it's such a close variation that I think afterwards I, I realized that I had uh, made that mistake and I went well it's too late now that's how I taught them mm-hmm. so yeah it's like men in black it's and cross step and cross step but everybody seems to learn it as and cross and heel and cross and heel and that adds syncopation and could make it more complicated but it's what you see somebody else doing on the floor so it's what you pass along to your friend and with Chacha Caliente, slash, I like it loud, it's easy enough for, you know, let's say when, you know, our friend Natalie from SoCal comes up to us, uh, with us to the grad, it's easy enough for us to say, oh, just do Chacha Caliente. Like, it's actually, I like it loud, but it'll look like you're doing flair. Like, that's all it is. She can just, in her head, be doing the dance she knows, and she doesn't have to do anything differently. The next dance on the list, it's a little harder to tell somebody change the choreography by dropping two slaps during a high-speed section because that's what you have to do when you come from Southern California and come to Northern California to do this next dance. Yeah, that would be slapping leather. And she even quotes it here, says, a slightly different slap sequence than we do at Hot Monk, which is true. I, I tell a lot of people who come up and visit when we find out from um, SoCal area and they hear slap and leather, my immediate thing is, oh, we have two less counts during the slap section, just so you know. And I'm not sure how we ended up with two less counts up here somewhere because I certainly learned it with two less counts. And I remember trying to add two counts in going down in in LA and felt very foolish because I was off the entire song and trying to figure out where those two counts actually fit in. Um, but yeah. After that, we have a dance that I actually have not seen here in quite a while because we don't do it at Twin Oaks. We don't do it at Hot Monk. And I can't even remember seeing it at Stoney's the last time we were there and possibly not at the grad either. Good time. I used to see that all the time back at like Mavericks and Kodiaks. I wonder what happened to it. Like, was it a conscious effort on local DJs' parts to just phase it out, like we've thought about doing with some of the dances that just don't exist in Sonoma County uh, currently? Or was it just gradually forgotten? Nobody was requesting it anymore. Nobody had a strong desire to do it. I'm not really sure. But it's still done in Southern California. And I don't think I've ever seen it taught with the step sheet correct. Uh, Cross, uncross, where you turn a quarter, but I haven't really ever wanted to do that. Even when I learned it off the step sheet as that, um, you know, many years after originally learning it. So that's one of those modifications where I'm actually okay with it. Just, you know, uh, back to the right, back to the left, back to the right, turn to the left. That's how I taught it to the senior group at Brookdale in like 2013. And they did fine. If I had told them now, Jump your entire body off of the floor, cross your legs over, put some shock on those hips, and then change walls while you're uncrossing. That would have been messy. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, 
She has the Cupid Shuffle. It is definitely one of those that you will see just about everywhere. Um, I, in fact, taught it at the wedding I was working and helping our current DJ, Jeff, at on Saturday, and a bunch of the kids were having a blast for it. So it's, it's certainly one of those that is a anybody can do this, get out and try it and have some fun. And when a large wedding party came to Twin Oaks last Thursday, we hadn't done it yet the, uh, over the course of the night, so it was a perfect time to throw that out there since they were probably all doing it earlier in the day anyway. If they had had a pre-party before the after-party, like you know, a normal reception or whatnot, um, we did Cupid Shuffle, Cha-Cha Slide, Wobble, pretty standard party line dances for people who don't consider themselves line dancers. It's a good in-case-of-emergency-break-glass gla- kind of a dance. Kind of like how you, you've um, used K's for Kicks as like an emergency teach this is one of those where if somebody is having trouble with just basic lefts and rights, Cupid Shuffle it is. Even easier than Electric Slide. After that, we have The Wolf, Jono's, which I've been getting a little more into recently. I, I Before, I was content to watch, but I've been sort of enjoying it uh, out on the floor. You've been doing it for months at this point. Yeah, so I learned it. I don't remember... If I learned it to help him in competition first, or if I learned it and then helped him in competition, but one of those transpired. I taught it last semester at club, and our friend Leah picked it up, and we recorded a demo version of it at Twin Oaks. Then, from there, one of our friends in Reno saw it and brought it to Reno. Sometime during the same transaction in which this was taking place between um, myself and Leah and then our friend Andrew and Dustin up in uh, Reno, Kat had also brought it to Sacramento on her own accord for Jono. Um, they actually speed it up a little bit. I can honestly say I like it slower because I can get into the dance more as opposed to at Stoney's. I do feel a little bit rushed, like I don't actually get to play with the movement that was choreographed as much. Um, and I know that we've, like I said, I've helped Jono compete it. So the fact that Jono is in Anaheim does not surprise me that his dance would be at the ranch. So, um, I'm, I'm glad that it's made its way because it's a good, fun dance. It's, it's simple enough that people can learn it, but challenging enough that it pushes beginners um, out of their comfort zone. It's sassy um, in a way that's fun. I mean, yeah, I really, really enjoy The Wolf. Uh, the next dance, I have my own personal soapbox with. Yay! Um, <laughs> yay. <laughs> you don't want to be the only one with a soapbox? Um, There's room for two. Aces and Eights. <laughs> I love Aces and Eights to the original song that it was choreographed, which is Dead Man's Hand. 
There's something about the way those heel grinds hit and that stomp clap hits and even the chugs and the heel and heel and cross and heel bits, whatever, near the end that like it's just I always describe it as like like a dirty kind of grungy feel like it's just that really cathartic um like I feel like I'm dancing in my cowboy boots in the dirt kind of feeling like it just it has that feel to it that makes me so so happy to be able to dance it however somehow somewhere someone got the brilliant idea and yes this is me being sarcastic saying brilliant um, of song switching aces and eights to whip it, which she says not the seventies version of the song, but the newer one. Yeah, the original is "Let It Whip" by Daz Band. Yes. Um, no, the problem I have with this is Rachel and Shane did an amazing job choreographing the dance "Whip It." to whip it and it hits in ways that aces and eights misses the mark completely and so it's very frustrating to me to think that these people are missing out on such a satisfying dance to dead man's hand and to whip it because they have taken out the extra dance and changed the song and yes that's my soapbox it's very frustrating one of the things that makes zero sense to me is the justification that, well, isn't there a restart in Dead Man's Hand? There's an eight-count tag in Whip It. If you just dance through it and say, oh, well, we don't have to do a restart if we do it to Whip It, well, then just dance through it to Dead Man's Hand, and you'll see why that's there. Like, that extra music is there for a reason. So if you're just song-switching it and saying, well, because it's a song-switch, we no, it's still extra music, so it still doesn't really sync up but you know who has a great tag for those eight counts it's rachel and shane they have a real fun thing that you can do with like hand jive movement movements which i modify i do the macarena so now the other side the positive side of having a song switch with a fun dance is as, who was it that was telling us um, it, it at least means the song will get played more so you can maybe like do it off on the side? Well, I don't know if anybody specifically said it in that reference to song switching it. Um, I know that Joe has the response when people choreograph to the same song that someone has already established a dance to. She goes, well, at least that just means the song's going to get played more, so there's a chance of my dance still being danced um, for those who enjoy my dance as opposed to who other, other, other version. Um, so, yes, I know that there was one time in which somebody had requested the song switch um, at Hot Monk and... I didn't want to be mean and harsh and she seemed very excited to dance it to that. So she was the only one who danced it because I was dancing whip it with you because I, anytime I hear that song, I will get on my little soapbox and I refuse to dance whip it or sorry, uh, refuse to dance aces and eights to whip it. I will only dance whip it to whip it. 
go ahead. And I can accept that if it's a if it's a matter of well the movements in aces and eights are easier for you know a beginner improver dancer to do than whip it well that's fine like i can see like there's the section of like wizard wizard step clap step clap like that's a whole section of just easy stuff whip it doesn't really have like a super easy section it's pretty challenging all the way through but if it's just a matter of like, oh, but I can't learn a 64 count dance, I'll, I'll do a 32. It's a 64 is just two 32 count dances. Just learn two 32 count dances and, you know, pretend that they're different dances. But, oh, they're actually part of Whip It. Yeah. Then, you know, Whip It. So if you do take that time, it will pay off in your enjoyment of the song and the dance paired together. Uh, so, you know, not that anybody was making this excuse that like, well, they can't learn 64 dances, 64 can't dances because they're too long. But if they were thinking about doing that, then that's what I have, I have to reply to that. But yeah, if it's, a, if it's like the movements are too tricky for them, I understand that. It, Whip It is a very challenging dance um, to feel like you are comfortable with after having learned it like once. Yeah, it's definitely one that... I recommend to anybody to learn and I tell everybody it's just the matter of how much practice you're going to put into it but you're going to be so happy when you get it. Um, So getting off my soapbox and moving on the next one is one that we do a different dance to here in Sonoma County and I specify this because I'm pretty sure this is what they do at the grad, which is, oh, it's not. Okay, so it's, the dance they do in SoCal is Country Girl Shake. And we learned a completely different version, and then the grad does a completely different version from both those. So it's very interesting to see all the different renditions, (laughs) I guess you could say, interpretations of the music. And it's weird to think that even Guyton, has a different version of a dance for Country Girl Shake It For Me. The one that we know is fully titled Country Girl Shake It For Me. Like, that's the name of the dance. Um, in the, at the grad, they do Shake It For Me by Larry Bass. And in SoCal, they do Country Girl Shake by Michelle Adlam and Maria Hennings Hunt. Yeah, it's all over SoCal. Like, it's just a standard dance that... The assumption is that everybody knows that everybody does it, but if you move beyond, say, San Luis Obispo, Bakersfield area, you don't really see it up here. Just isn't here. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. I like the one that we know, even if we're the only ones who know it. Us and the Kicking Country Girls and the people at uh, Tradewinds. After that, we have the Outlaw, a.k.a. uh, if you go by the previous incarnation, uh, country as a boy, uh, country as can be, and then the song is country as a boy can be. I believe that's how that works. Uh, and they're by, they're by the same choreographer, so if you know one, you kind of know the other. I tend to teach country as can be because it's a little simpler, and it's the one that's done at events. And if you want to add a little bit of spice to it, you can do the outlaw version of it, and I teach that on occasion as well. Yeah. After that, you have the wobble, which I think goes without saying. Yep. The wedding party enjoyed it. After that, we have Copperhead Road, not the same choreography. We dance at Hot Monk, she says. And I think down there they do 
what is in some places called the Kentucky chug. It's the one where you go hup, hup, and then there's like a scissor kick. At the end, yeah. yeah. Which is one we've actually taught both different versions to at um, Hot Monk. I know we've done the chugs before and we've done the one that we do now, but I think the one that we do now because it is such a beginner-friendly version tends to stick a little bit more for that particular song and in the bar venue which people are partaking of their beverages. Yeah, the rock and back and rock and back lets people stomp when they rock, which I think they enjoy. And the chug chug hup hup version, there are some kicks and things, but they don't really get to slam the ground as much as I've seen them do with the other one that we do. After that, we have God Bless Texas. Uh, it says, some variations to choreography, we dance at Hot Monk. And I think neither of us have taught it if we could help it because it's it's done differently enough. Like we learned, first of all, we learned it wrong at Mavericks slash Kodiaks because we were told to go back four times and it's actually more of like a left K step. So if we're going back while other people are going forward, there's going to be a, a, a train wreck. And so it's better for us just to not fight, you know, what we learned, not try to modify too much, just not do it at all. And I think Jeff has taken over for any reviews that are needed um, of that. I think I did it this last week at Twin Oaks. Um, I forget who was who it was that requested it. Oh, and then I was telling you that uh, there's that one bit where it's step, kick, turn and flick, step, scoot, scoot, step, scoot. And I've never seen anyone do it that way. So even we don't quite do it step sheet we just do it like the most basic non-step sheet version that you know jeff teaches them yeah with the with the hop 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 step hop hop step hop step kick yeah that we finally at least got them going forward at twin oaks and hop monk because they say forward do you the forward to the left touch yeah we finally got them going forward at least it had we gone i think if we go to trade wins ever it won't have been fixed because I remember when we were teaching at Tradewinds, I was trying to fix it and one or two people caught on. But because we haven't been there in over a year, it's very easy for the way you were taught to just kind of take over after trying to retrain yourself. Okie dokie. After that, it says crank it up on here, but I'm pretty sure she means going ham because I know going ham is very popular in SoCal. And with 10 minutes left, I think we may need to enter the lightning round. Any quick thoughts on going ham? It's going ham. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's one that you like to play with Keith on, so that's always fun to watch if yeah. I'm not dancing it myself. I was referring to it. It bugs me that everybody calls it crank it up. It's going ham. <laughs> and it's funny because Kick and Country Girls actually do a dance called crank it up by, I think, oh gosh, who was that by? Um, it's definitely an event choreographer. Was it Frank Trace? or? Frank Trace. Larry Bass. Let's do some lightning round Googling. Let's see if it was indeed Frank Trace while you pull up that next dance. As he's uh, searching for that, after that we have, they do a version of House Party that is different from what we do here. Um, Because the Kick and Cut, or the Kick and Cut, sorry, the Cowtown Cowgirls actually do the version of Seattle's Boot Boogie Babes Mm. for House Party. Yeah, I think at sta- at Stagecoach they did After Party to it. Some people were doing After Party to House Party on stage. Crank It Up is by Larry Bass. 
Okay. Um, after that, we have Hotfoot. Hotfoot is a real weird dance. It's the it's like the can can but it's like a rednecks version of can can and they do the kick 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 uh it's mostly kicks look it up i don't think i've ever seen a step sheet for it it's very strange yeah i know that there was a different version of hot foot that the cowtown cowgirls taught but it is not this one after that we have more dessert now that one i know is the same one that we've done up here that is done all over the circuit events. Um, that one's actually surprising to see successful in a country bar environment. It seems like one of those complicated 64 count, you know, multi parts, but it's, it's, it's interesting enough that people take up the challenge. After that, we have, we are tonight, which is definitely the same one that we do up here. Um, I know the, uh, Cowtown Cowgirls, learned it at Mavericks when they were originally the Mavericks girls and they learned a a slightly different hand variation um, for the part where you throw your hands up that they do at pretty much everywhere else I've seen. Um, They hold their hands up the whole time during that. And I, I much rather like, like the wave kind of feeling. Um, after that, we have Men in Black. Different song and a lot of variations in choreography from our Hot Muck dance. Oh, I'll bet, because we use the original song and mostly the original choreography. Um, I do know that there's a point where, at least at some of the SoCal bars, they, instead of standing in place and doing the hip bumps or the sways or whatever, they will actually bump forward. Because um, I remember learning that the hard way. Oh, quick note on We Are Tonight. I really enjoy... Just the ambiance of that song and the way the dance hits it. So you feel like you're in this, this other place, especially when you're doing the arms. Yeah. Um, I've liked that one since I learned it. So uh, Then there's Renegade Samba, which I have never even heard of. So I e- couldn't even begin to tell you. After that, we have the ever-popular California, I'm going to say, because I know better than to say worldwide. Um Country Bar, four on the floor. It is done all over California. I, I don't know if I've ever been to a venue in California in which they didn't participate in it. Two strange things about that. One, I remember it being played at an event, but it's because Will has a different dance to it. And at Borderline, there is a very popular dance also done to four on the floor, but Borderline is the only place where it is done. Yeah, um, and then after that, they have Shape of You. Now, I'm assuming that's Jennifer's because Jennifer is a SoCal choreographer, and that dance was very popular in the bar scene. I know that um, it's done occasionally up at Stoney's as well. It is not one that we have brought anywhere in our area because we actually have songs switched SGS to shape of you because we couldn't decide whose version to learn when they all came out whether it was gonna be Roy's Trevor's or Jennifer's so we just kind of did our own thing instead all right now we have September 6th and I'm just gonna read down the line as well as the postscript and then possibly we'll cycle back through if we have time for each of the individual dances. September 6th, there was heartache on the dance floor, no vacancy, sunny days, yours, high class, thinking country, sugar honey IT, stomp like what, make a little love, wake me up, toes, she's with me, parentheses, this was a teach local choreographer, TGIF, 
Bobby with an I, my kind of night, asking questions, ain't too cool, a little bit lit, love to shake someone else, (laughs) love to shake someone else, unforgettable, crickets, teach, done contra, total blast. And then we have a little bit of writing at the end. I also went to cowboy country in Long Beach. I did not have the presence of mind to record the dances, but I remember Redneck Angel and Aces and Eights. I requested Ks for kicks and can't walk away, but did not stay late, so do not know if they played them. I really liked the old school style of the place. Easy parking, no cover before 6pm, and three dance floors. The best part about cowboy country is the people. The DJ, the instructors, the regulars were all extremely welcoming, friendly, and inclusive. I truly felt relaxed and comfortable there, and actually preferred it to the ranch, although both are terrific. I felt like I was at Gillies from Urban Cowboy. Funny thing is, the DJ told me they filmed Thelma and Louise there. I starred the dances I think I would like to learn. I thought, by starred, she has asterisks next to them. I thought the instruction at both places was excellent, but was underwhelmed by the dances they taught. I think our instructors, Dolly, Megan, Brenda, and Christopher, have a better eye for fun dances to fun music based on my three adventures to line dancing bars in SoCal. Anyway, I did email a link to Kiz for Kicks to Kimberly, one of the instructors at the ranch, and the choreographer for Dirty Boots. Super easy line dance. She was a fun instructor. I wore my Boots and Buckles t-shirt, so that caught her attention. We had a nice chat. Hope you enjoy my line dancing research. Jamie Lee Moore. We certainly did enjoy that research. And when I think about any lessons that I've learned at uh, at SoCal bars, I, I, offhand, I don't recall any that I, I saw and I thought, oh, I got to take that with me to Northern California. So I, I kind of see uh, possibly where she may be coming from um, in in her scouting in that uh, regard. However, I do remember at the ranch, that is where I learned Rose Garden. It's the only place I've ever seen it danced, and it is one of... My favorite Joe dances now, mostly because Scooter does such a great job with the cover of that song, and Joe hit the dance really well. So for that, I thank the ranch and uh, Carrie for teaching that, if that was Carrie who taught it. Yeah, I remember definitely learning um, Rose Garden from Carrie because she was shocked that we didn't know that one already. I remember that. And then I remember when we went to, I believe it was In Cahoots? If I remember correctly, that's where I won the Tush Push competition. They actually, whoever was teaching that night, taught one of Brenda's dances, um, one of her 16-count beginner dances, and I totally can't think of the name right now. Uh, Strip it down, down, down. Okay, strip it down, down, down. Um, Because I remember going, wait, I know this. (laughs) Um, So I got really excited about that. But uh, other than that, I don't think we've taken a whole lot of lessons when we're in SoCal. A lot of times we don't get there early enough for lessons. Um, you know, one thing I will mention, cause she, she notes this about Dolly, Megan, Brett and Christopher. Um, I think a lot of it is gearing the lesson toward who's there. You know what dances they know, so you know which dances they might like. And so if it seems like we pick certain dances that are just like you know objectively great dances it really is subjectively geared toward the people who we think will like them and that may be what carrie and the other instructors are going for is they know who shows up that night they see mm, uh, they really responded well to this trevor dance so we're going to bring in another one of those and um and i guess you know maybe coming from northern california she has developed different tastes yeah 
I, yeah, I definitely know that as an instructor and the few conversations I've had with some of the SoCal instructors, they definitely gear it towards their clientele, which makes sense. You, you gear it towards your masses, and if your masses are regulars, then that's what happens. So, um, But yeah. All right. Well, I certainly encourage anybody who goes on uh, similar line dance excursions to send us playlists, and we would be happy to look those over and see you know, uh, what, our, what our thoughts are on, uh, on those, as well as what thoughts you had on the dances that you saw or danced. Uh, what were your thoughts on this experiment yourself, Megan? Um, I liked that she was able to actually experience something different and she took into consideration not just the dances but also the environment and the people and what she liked about the different places. All right. Well, for Lion Dance Podcast, this is Christopher Gonzalez with Megan Barcelia. Until next time, we will see see you on on the the dance dance floor. floor.